For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan, ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in port mode with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. This is a 30-second stereo radio for trade school in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. It's The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Thursday, and we have arguably the greatest offensive lineman in the history of college football, Dave Remington, on the phone. Dave, we got a question from a, a fan, Mike. And Mike, I told you I'd get you this one. He goes, "Bro, he goes, I'm gonna be, I'll be, I'm gonna be willing to be late for my doctor's appointment to hear this response." So, <laughs> so don't do it. Go to your doctor. There's nothing. Coming out of your I can tell you that. So, Mike, I got you right here, my man. Um, Dave, he says, Dave, everyone talks about the '82 and '83 teams, but in '81, we're underrated. Turner Gill doesn't get hurt. We're number one, '81. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. We were, we were, you know, there was every year that I had an opportunity to play at Nebraska, we were right in the hunt. Um, even the year that we, we lost three games, that was uh, – actually, I think we came back and we, we had a strong finish. And, and that might have been the Clemson year. I can't even remember. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, we started off slow. We, we ended up really, really strong. Um and we played Clemson, and uh, yeah, Turner got hurt, and uh, that was you know we had to go in there without our best guy at quarterback. But mm. you know, I think uh, I think Mark did a good job. So you know, it's it. it's it's tough to say. I think all those years we in '82 was our best year probably. Mm. We we had uh, we had everything everything mm. they had in '83 the scoring explosion we had in '82 plus we had a couple offensive linemen like myself and uh, Mandelko that uh, were pretty darn good players too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it was, that was just, that was just a good run. And Absolutely. we, our, that whole group was really known for beating Oklahoma finally and in a consistent, kind of a consistent basis. They're always, they're always, you know, you had to be at your top top to beat those guys, but mm-hmm. uh, we did it a couple years. And I think it opened everybody's eyes to the possibilities of what we could do and their next step was to beat the Florida States of the world and the Miamis of the world. 
get to that level on defense. The 80s was an era that we went to the to more of the auction. And then in the 90s, the defense caught up, and they just killed it. I mean, of course, you were there. So you that defense was, I mean, I, you haven't, I haven't seen a defense like that in a while. And you had, you had a great offense. Yeah. Those so, guys. I mean, it, it was just had the whole total package. Mm-hmm. Those guys were monsters every day in practice. Uh, Mark from Cook here, I'm going to say this, and Raph's got a question for you too, Dave. But Mark from Cook says, Dave Remington was why I wanted to play center, watch his game film to improve my game. Too bad I was 5'10", 190. <laughs> well, I feel you. I feel that 5'10 that thing. I'm kind of getting down to that 5'10 thing. I, used to be, I, I was advertised at 6'3", probably was 6'2". But, uh, you know, all the wear and tear, knees and whatnot, uh, uh, kind of kind of shrunk down. Maybe I'm hunching over. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I never was a tall guy when I played. It was always, especially when I got into the NFL, I was like, you know, these guys were the, the sequoia trees. They were huge, and I'm just I'm just looking up to everybody. You know, they're, I'm I'm about six foot six one back then, and I'm looking around. and got six 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 seven. You know, and, uh, yeah, it uh, you get used to it. I mean, I don't the, the position I played. You're in a phone booth. It doesn't matter. Mm, exactly. I picked a position that I knew I could play at that height. Right. You know, they tried Nebraska tried to put me at tackle. I'm like. Are you nuts? I go look at me. I'm, I'm not a tackle. I could I could play tackle in the wishbone, you know, where you just dive on the ground and scramble around and make a little hole. But no, you can't pass pro in that position. And I knew it. I'm like, I don't want to play tackle. I I, I want to play. I could play a little guard, play a little center, and that's about where my sweet spot was. You get me on the you get me on the perimeter. That's not what you want. You don't want a guy just barely six foot. Especially you. You're not going to get a sniff in the pros you know, at that height. So, you know, I, I kind of rebelled against that decision and I got back in my center position and uh, took a big, big deep breath and I was like, oof, <laughs> that's the bullet there. And so I, you know, I played the center position and it was, that's where I fell at home. That's, that's where, that was my spot and I knew that had to be my spot and I made it the best I could. You know? Awesome. So we've spoke about the 80s and the 90s. I'm sure there's probably a lot of people out there wondering, current times right now, have you had a chance to meet Coach Rule, and what have you thought so far about his, like, probably close to 50 days on the job so far? Well, I have not met Coach Rule. I I don't think many people have so far, and I think he's out uh, trying to meet and greet with people and and get his name out there and his face out there. But at the same time, he's got a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so... Uh, I, I, I can tell you that I think Trev Alberts has been a, a really a great pick for Nebraska. I think he communicates well. I think his heart is the right spot. I think he's got the energy and the uh, ability to to help get us to the next level. So that you know that's what I know. And I think Coach Rule. I don't know enough about him to uh, everybody that knows football says he's going to be a great coach. You know, I thought I really thought that Scott would be a great coach for us too. And, uh, you know, uh, it just didn't work out for mm-hmm. some, whatever reason, it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going in there with being the biggest fan I could possibly be, but I'm, I'm keeping my eyes open. I know how hard it is. And I think everybody in the basket that's from that era in the eighties and nineties has seen how, how special that time was and right. how great a coach Tom Osborne. Was. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, he, he molded that team. And I mean, the thing about coach Osborne, 
puts you in a good position to succeed. Mm. Every team, you know, he, he didn't put people, he never, I never, and I've done it plenty of times that in other places that I played that I go, why in the world are we doing this? I've never did that at, at Nebraska. And mm. I never thought that we had any chance of losing in the game. I was mm. like, we're going to kill these guys. You know, I, I always was confident that we were going to beat the heck out of anybody we played mm. simply because we were so prepared. And I never felt like, like, I always laugh when that they, 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 when somebody says they fooled us with this defense. Well, you know, are you kidding me? You play against, you play, your whole playbook is played against every defense imaginable. Mm. And if you don't know as an offensive lineman, if they make a shift and they do something different, you know, unless it's totally out of, you know, you know, it's something you've never seen before. Heck, we, we knew every every defense. We played that every play we knew against every defense. And it wasn't like it's this is not rocket science. This is mm-hmm. just it's just, just rote memorization. You play against it, you know, all spring long they're putting defenses on there. Especially we'd always play against Oklahoma's defense, wherever your arch rival. We'd we'd play against that defense the whole spring if they you know, if, if against our scouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, 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 ne- I never did buy into that part where they oh we, they they fooled us. Were <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, so, and you know, yeah, Dave, I don't know. And a lot of that was from preparation. That, like you mentioned, that Coach Osborne. We were always a lot of other coaches were playing checkers, and Coach Osborne was playing chess. And he prepared us that way. We may run a play mm-hmm. an ISO or a dive in this in the first quarter. He was going to see what they were going to do, and then he'd hit him again with it in the third quarter with a play action or something like that. So he's always thinking quarters and plays and series ahead. And think, speaking ahead, Dave, you, you've been doing football a long time, okay? You were uh, – a lot of people don't know Dave also has a master's in NBA as well. Uh, was in corporate America for a while as well. Why come back and start a foundation? Why the Remington Trophy? When, what was the genesis of the Remington Trophy? Well, the Remington Trophy, I was getting interviewed by a guy named Sid Russell from the San Francisco Examiner about uh, – college football awards or whatever. And then he, he mentioned that there, you know, that we all, he started naming off the awards and it, you know, it was kind of mind blowing. I was like, wow, I, I didn't realize that I was like the big eight offensive player of the year. Hmm. I go, yeah, you were. I go, really? <laughs> I, I guess I got a trophy somewhere. I, <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. And, you know, he goes, you were, you know, you, you went down the list and I don't want to get into it, but he like the Heisman. I was like in the running for the Heisman at the center, that type of thing. Hmm. I mean, it was totally ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing, but he goes, you know what? You got to consider doing an award uh, for the foundation. And he brought that idea to Boomer and Boomer, you said, yeah, let's do it. So from that genesis, it was like around uh, 1999 that the idea came up. I think 2000 was our first attempt mm-hmm. at putting it on mm-hmm. um, with Dominic Rayola. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we just it just went on. And the thing is that when you when you look at it, if, if there was a couple centers that ever uh, got any national awards at all, and I was one of them, and Jim Richter was another and uh, Bidnerick was the other guy that would play center, but mostly known for his linebacking player. Mm-hmm. But uh, was a great center also. Um, that that there was not a lot of centers in anything other than the All-American. There was always. 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. There was not any award winners that were at that time, that were winning these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it, it you know, the, the the idea of highlighting the center position and raising money. And I've I've got to say that the, the raising money part, we we probably raised close to five to six million million dollars just on this event. Wow! And we did uh, we used to do a golf tournament, and we probably did two or three out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we raised substantial amount of money, and this is in Omaha and, and Lincoln and you know the Nebraska area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's really, people in Nebraska have been fantastic and supported us, and I really appreciate everybody that comes to these events, because this is our 23rd year doing it. I mean, mm. it's just like, it's not a one-and-done thing. Right. And I'm hoping to do it as long as uh, the Boomer and Foundation lets me, I'll continue doing this. Um, but we'll, we'll see how long that, how it goes, you know. It's, you know, I, I don't anticipate any problems, but it, you never know. And, mm. uh, you know, so so far so good, and I've enjoyed the ride. I've I've met so many great players and and people and guys like Jake Grove, for instance. Yeah. yeah. Um. It, you know, you've been down to uh, to to Costa Rica yes. with us, yeah. and Jake was Jake's been to almost everything, and he always, you know, he goes, Dave. I know I'm coming down as celebrity, but I love fishing in any way. So mm-hmm. hey, don't worry about bringing me down. I'll I'll bring him. You know, he always takes care of himself, yeah. and I'm just so you know so thankful. Uh, he, he, he's been a football coach at our football camp for almost as long as we've had it. And mm-hmm. when we had it in Omaha and the Costa Rica thing, he always comes back to the trophy. Uh, so I'm so pleased to be able to, 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 to give him the, the legends award, the Ford legends award this, yeah. this weekend. Uh, what a, what a fantastic, it's such a nice man. It's such a good, genuine human being that it's, it's, you know, it's just great to be able to do something for him. He's done so much for uh, the fight against cystic fibrosis and the Boomer Esiason Foundation. So, so Dave, it's pretty cool. Dave, we mentioned the Boomer Esiason Foundation. And for our listeners, of course, me and Raph, we know what it is. But uh, the Boomer Esiason Foundation, uh, obviously you played football uh, in Cincinnati with Boomer. You and Boomer are very close mm-hmm. friends, like brothers. Um, mm-hmm. Boomer's son uh, was impacted by cystic fibrosis. Tell us about the proceeds and how much you've raised as a result of the Remington Trophy, the Ford, uh, the Remington Award, uh, the Ford Ford's Legend Award. How much have you guys raised towards the fight against cystic fibrosis? I, I think in I think in total we're over 120 million dollars. I think, Jeez. and and that's not in that's that's total now. I don't want to 
we've, we've got about six to seven million dollars just out of the trophy event. So it's been a, it's really been super. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, the money that we raised was going early on was going into finding a cure. And we had a drug, a really a, a fantastic drug, uh, Trikafta from Vertex that came around and it's really changed the lives of people with CF. Now it is very expensive, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, we just had, when we first got in this back in uh, 1993, I believe, that the uh, lifespan for a person with cystic fibrosis is, you know, we're talking late 20s. And now it's in the 40s and almost 50s. I don't even know what the latest numbers are. Because, you know, since I've stepped away from running the place, I just have, uh, you know, I I don't know the latest numbers. But it's, it's gone up considerably. And... Uh, a lot of the money that we put into uh, the pipeline for a cure with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation went in to find the new drugs. And uh, that has been just a game changer for people with CF. And, uh, you know, so it, that in itself would be worth everything we've done. And now, because they've got the drug and people are living longer, we're, we're turning our focus on the, the patient, the people with CF themselves, and we're providing scholarships. Uh, providing uh, uh, different, uh, I like IVF treatments for people who want to have children with CF, who, you know, who want to have children, who these people have CF, that they can have children if they, if they desire with the IVF stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's an expensive uh, way to go, too. But, uh, you know, so we're doing more people, lifestyle, uh, scholarships, whatever we can do to make a person with CF have a more productive life. That's what we're working on now. Because now we've got the drugs that will make them, they, they, can, they can last, they can, their life expectancy has gone way up. Uh, we're just trying to get their lifestyle to improve, too. Love it. Awesome. So I, I guess I got to ask, you know, way back when, when Boomer started the, started the association, it was for his son, Gunner. How is Gunner doing today? He's doing well. He just uh, had a baby boy. Oh, about, wow. uh, he's married, had a baby boy. I tell you, it, the, the tricapta has been a game changer for him. Uh, he's much more energetic, um, has put on weight. Um, just He just looks like a very healthy person. He's out skiing this weekend, um, mm. I think in Vermont somewhere, in Stowe, Vermont. Uh, just, I mean, he's, he's a very healthy young man. He's got a family, got a wife. Uh, just having a, you know, for what... What, what the, the cards he was dealt, he's just feeling fantastic. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Dave, uh, parting words. We got, um, I know you got a, you, you're, you're busy as heck. Of course, I'm <laughs> going to see you on Saturday morning at the rehearsal. I probably won't see you. I'll see, I'll see Richie Hahn. A big shout out to Rich Hahn and the entire team at the Boomer Science and Foundation. There's, and a shout out to Rococo, to all those who helped uh, make this event go on. Aaron as well, that's there. Dave, tell us about Friday, uh, just Saturday night, just kind of a quick rundown of what that's going to look like Saturday night. Well, we'll start uh, doors open at 6.30. Uh, of course, the Recopa does a great job with the, the meals and all that stuff. So we'll have the, you know, the, the, we'll have a nice spread for everybody. We've got, uh, we've got uh, Olu, Olu Timmy, and we've got Jake Grove. We've got featured speaker. We're going to have Jeff uh, Hatfield yes. talk about his uh, you know, coming back from the brink. Yes. He had complications with COVID, and, he, and, and uh, Saturday he's going to explain that. 
how he came back and his, you know, about his renewed dedication to fight cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought in a entertainer, a singer from uh, Brooklyn, New York, Marco Foster, who's going to entertain us during uh, dinner. And, mm-hmm. um, it should, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, and I think uh, uh, Jake is bringing his whole family. I mean, he's got his college coach coming in and it's just going to be a blast with everybody. Um, you know, we're hoping to, we're hoping that Coach Rule can make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can, I, I, I understand it completely. He's a busy man. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping that uh, uh, the governor will come in and his wife, Susan. So we've got Cook, Governor Dillon and, and Susan will be there, Suzanne. Um, so I think it's going to be – and it's always well attended with uh, former athletes and yeah. stuff, as you know. Uh, hope, I'm hoping that uh, like Vatica comes in and, and Travis Dresses comes in mm-hmm. from uh, – uh, from, you know, their podcast world. Uh, so I just think that we'll have have a whole room full of people that people will recognize, I think. It is always an amazing night. Uh, Mark from Cook says, Big Dave made Plain Center cool. I even got a curly perm to emulate him. Chicks, <laughs> chicks dug it. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, the, the academic All-American enemy came out. That's, everybody goes, why did you have an after? I go, because I wanted to be six foot four. <laughs> I could be six foot three, picking it out a little bit. I could be six foot four. Because I, I grew up in the, day, the days with the platform shoes, too. So I had a lot of little... Dad, did you get yeah. <laughs> for me? I said, uh, okay. So, you know, yeah, I had, yeah, I had uh, the curly hair back then. So oh, yeah, it was man. fun. I mean, the whole thing was blast. Back in those little simpler days, you know. Yeah, it was. It was. There was no, there was no needle agreements to uh, iron out or anything. Nope. You just, back in my day, if you took a ham sandwich from somebody, you'd be eligible for a year. I mean, that's how <laughs> craziness that we had to deal with. And now they're, you know, now the guys are making, they have higher net worth than I do, and they only played high school football. You know? It's definitely changed quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have. God bless them all, too. I'd have, I'd have if they would have given it to me. Nobody would give me anything. Well, Dave, we Not should. Not even a ham sandwich. <laughs> Dave, we appreciate you, brother. Also, Bruce Davis on the text line says, Dave, I'm so inspired by you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Marilyn, I'll get you his handle. It's again, it's D Remington with an I. There's all I's in Remington. R-I-M-I-N-G-T-O-N. No E's. D Remington with an I. Dave, our listeners appreciate you. Husker Nation appreciates you. The country appreciates what you are doing. Not just the award, but uh, obviously the award's important. And congratulations to both the award winners. Uh, but more importantly, where those funds are going to go to continue to fight against cystic fibrosis, to continually extend the lives of those who have been impacted by this horrible disease. Dave, I appreciate you, big bro. And I can't wait to see you Saturday hey, night, man. Thank you. I appreciate you too, A.E. and Raph. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys. We'll have a good time. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Folks, Dave Remington, Nebraska's greatest center of all time and the greatest lineman of all greatest time. Greatest offensive There we lineman, go. Definitely. There we go. Yep. All right. We're going to send it to break. Thanks, Dave, again. Oh, by the way, Dave was fifth place in the Heisman voting in 82. Fifth place. That's insane. So we'll send it to break. This is The Drive. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. 
Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.